Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're actually going to do part two of the week 15 recap, because we usually do our, we do our recap episodes on Sunday nights and there's only usually one more game left to play or we're, we're doing it during the Sunday night game. There's one more left. Um, that's not the case this time. We've had counting the Sunday night game. There's five games we haven't gone over yet, which is kind of crazy. So we figured we really had some stuff to talk about yet. So we're going to start us off with Sunday night football, just because this game definitely needs to be talked about a little bit here. It was the Saints Bucks. The Saints win nine to nothing, which is just odd. There's just I me, mean, honestly, there's a lot in this thing. I mean, before we even get to the Bucks, we'll just quickly go over the Saints. There's not a lot really, but it's actually some disappointment in here. Taysom Hill didn't do much at all. 13 to 27, 154 yards, no touchdowns, no picks, ran the ball 11 times, 33 yards. I would say I'm I'm not going to be terribly concerned about this because the Bucs do have a good defense and it is tough to play against them, to run against them. So I guess I'm not too concerned. It just was disappointing to see that Hill goes against a team like that and he can't do anything. I don't know. How you how are you feeling about this? Like with him, are you trusting him in a situation next week? If you if you got through this week with Taysom Hill, I did not in a league. I did start Taysom Hill. I did not make it through. If you did and you have Taysom Hill, how are you feeling about next week? I mean, you're worried, right? Um, the the big question is who else can you play instead of him? He was a, a late year grab. So yep. maybe you have Russell Wilson instead or something. Um, it becomes a lot closer. And, and that gap was already kind of getting there anyway. I mean, it, it worried me last week, and we had talked about this, about how he needed – the entire game in order to get any sort of points. Like at the very end, that's when he really put on a show and you're kind of like, okay, cool. Like he, he found a way to put up points, but it was not, it was not in a way where I was like, he can do this week in and week out, but because of his dynamic running ability, uh, um, you know, you, you throw him at the, the back end of the top 10, as far as QBs, he's probably going to end up there again, but the other person that would be climbing up would be like Russell Wilson um, and, and some of these other like names that are coming off of injuries that we just didn't trust nearly as much. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, does he drop out of the top 10? You probably do have someone else to start. I mean, it's going to be all matchup based and, and how that team is going. It, very strange game. Um, it less worried that, I mean, I don't know how much of it do you think that that Tampa Bay just didn't score. So they didn't have to force the issue. How much of it do you think was that rather than him not being able to do anything? I think that is a, a legit question. It could be part of it. Um, it. It's something like you brought up Russell Wilson. We'll talk about that game in a little bit, but that would have you know, Taysom Hill would have been the start over Russell Wilson this week, which is crazy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Neither got into double digits, but um, yeah, yeah, Taysom is the like this. Is what he can do though, he can get you very little points. It's it's really when you play him, it's just no matter what, you're not going to feel comfortable, and you're it's going to be a risk. Yeah, maybe some of it was they just didn't have to. They never got in a situation this week or you know this Sunday night where they had to really force the issue. They just never got there, so they didn't. Could be part of it. It really could. They play, I think, Miami next week. Miami's on a six game win streak. Defense has been really good for Miami too. That's been part of why they have six straight wins is their defense, and they just decided to shut teams down in the second half of games. I'm a little concerned, to be honest, but 
like a Russell Wilson is the good comparison because I've seen a lot of people with him with both of them. I I don't trust Russell Wilson right now at all for anything either. So it's really just who do you just yeah I mean take case, your shot yeah you do and and I mean the truth is we do love Taysom's running ability and he's they won so he's going to be the starter again and the, once again very very strange game I'm not it does not take away the fact that Taysom Hill should have put up better points. He should have, yep. without a doubt. But, I mean, this game entirely completely crippled a lot of people's playoff hopes, mm-hmm. right? I mean, Taysom Hill sucked. Tom Brady sucked. Uh, Alvin Kamara, know, 31 Alvin total Kamara yards. sucked. Uh, you know, Fournette, Gronkowski, Godwin, name anyone else on well, the box so that we're starting. Now, with Mike the Bucks, Evans. we say with Kamara, 31 total yards, just a complete bust for this week. And then, yeah, Bucks, Fournette, 34 yards, goes out with an injury. He's going on IR. He should be back for the playoffs, but he's done for the fantasy playoffs. He's done. It's over. They just signed Le'Veon Bell. So it's 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 over for Fournette. That's disappointing. Well, it's over for Chris Godwin. Too, over right? for Chris Godwin, ACL. ACL. Evans was hurt as well. He didn't return to that game. We don't know so, um, the status. So I'll say that's what with Antonio Brown next uh, week. Oh, we were talking about him and, and we were laughing. Yeah. And they're like, do you think they'll cut him? And we were both yeah. like, I don't, <laughs> I don't think you can in the land of COVID. And guess yeah. what? He's about to get a pass. Like yeah. you're about to be like, I don't care what you did. You mm-hmm. win for us and we'll, all is forgiven. And that's yep. exactly what is going to happen. I have a feeling. I have a feeling we're not going to see Mike Evans next week. They're playing Carolina. Their schedule is fine, though, for the last three games. For the, for them to make the playoffs, that's why they're probably just like whatever. They play Carolina, the Jets, and then Carolina again. That's their final three games. So you're going to get some Antonio Brown next week, and Antonio Brown's going to be a, a good play. So yeah, he's maybe be a big start. Which let's hope we if, yeah. if as long as I did the numbers correctly in my head, we should have made the the semifinals in the Scott Fish Bowl. And Antonio Brown is one of those guys we had, and you're just pulling out your hair. If he comes yep. back, it'll be the perfect time because we have to <laughs> rank number one out of the, uh-huh. the 10 guys left in the conference. So I don't know. I mean, it'd be good for us. Um, strange year and it strange is. things continue to happen as we have had a Tuesday night game now. And and we'll obviously we'll get to all those. But th- is there anything other than Taysom Hill? Is there anything that you take away from this as, as far as, uh, I mean, I mean, yeah. Is there anything you else you can take away from it? Because injuries really decimated it. Do you think that losing Godwin and if at Mike Evans can't go, does that put Tom Brady in a place where you would rather start a backup if you had one? Would you rather start Taysom? Maybe. <laughs> I don't. That one. I don't know. I, if I, have, I see. If I'm Antonio not going to be Brian stars. If, yeah. As long as he has one of those guys and Gronk, you're I, right. I still like. Brady. I'm still good with Brady. I, I mean, if he's, he doesn't have Antonio Brown, then you're kind of yeah. like, oh, that's close. It, yeah, he he'll have Antonio Brown. He'll shoot. I'm going to be okay with starting him. Um, another player to look at if waiver wire waiver wire. It's just man, this year is just this. I mean, it's probably like this most years, but it's just man, everything is just injuries. COVID is just killing this end of season. Now, Ronald Jones, he's a big pickup for you. Like, go pick up yep. Ronald Jones. It's just a crazy end of the year. But all right, how about let's uh. Let's skip down. Let's go to the Monday night games. We had two Monday night games, which is crazy. Two Monday night games, two Tuesday night games. Uh, we'll start. Let's go Raiders Browns. None of these games are scoring points either. This was just a, a rough week with scoring. This one Raiders win 16 to 14 on a last second field goal. Not much offense in this one again. Man, this is the 
I'm telling you, I think the NFL made a mistake at adding an extra game. It's the football's getting worse at the end of the year. Yeah, I was gonna say so, who wants to watch shitty football? It's bad. <laughs> it's it's been bad. Like it just has not been good football. So Raiders win 16-14. Carr threw for 236, touchdown a pick. Josh Jacobs, 15 carries, 52 yards. Just he doesn't really, that's about what he does. Zay Jones led the way with six for 67. Foster Moreau, seven for 65. Um Brian Edwards caught a caught a touch. Think about this with oh, freaking gambling, man. So I had Brian Edwards in a parlay. You had to you had to have over nine and a half yards, right? Over nine and a half. That's all he needed. <laughs> but think is. about this. Think about this. He caught he caught an eight-yard pass and he caught like a five-yard touchdown. He caught an eight-yard pass, caught a five-yard touchdown, and he still ends up with eight yards because he must have been negative five on the other one. Just that's too fun, man. Oh, too funny. but right. I mean, Raiders, just not much here. Even Hunter Renfro, who's been solid, been really, we've been liking what we've seen from Hunter Renfro, only three for 32 in this one. Just the way this game went, you know, not yeah, much I mean, there. Yeah. And then both of these teams are what 500 now. I don't know what yep. happened to Cleveland. Well, I mean, Cleveland and this one starting their third stringer. Yeah. I mean, Nick Mullins was in there, but still you have, you have Nick Chubb. You think that this would be heavily, like heavily favor the Browns. You can ground and pound. Nick Chubb had a, a had a good game. 23 carries for 91 yards and a touchdown. Um, one catch for two yards on top of that. Um, they just, you know, this team has not been able to get the passing game going and it's really hurting them, even though they're very efficient as far as rushing the ball. Um, Daphne Peoples-Jones, four for 48, led the way. Uh, Harrison yeah. Bryant caught the lone touchdown. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> what, what can you do with it? Nah, it's just... Ugly man, this team one time it was Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry. We man, we this Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Baker Mayfield, and now we're having Nick Mullins and Donovan Peoples Jones. So, yeah, I know. Uh, here, what, let's talk about some more ugly football Vikings Bears, the other Monday night game 17 to 9 Vikings. Man, this is this is an ugly week, man. 17 9 Vikings, Kirk Cousins wins the game with 87 yards passing. He did have, he did throw for two touchdowns. But <laughs> he had two touchdowns, 87 yards, 12 for 24, 87 yards, two touchdowns. Touchdowns went to Justin Jefferson and Smith Mar. Yeah, yeah Marset, Smith Marset there. Um, Jefferson was four for 47. Cook, 28 carries. They, they had the lead and they didn't have to throw the ball. That's what happened. They ran the ball 28 times with Delvin Cook, and he has 89 yards off those 28 carries, only 3.2 yards per carry. Caught two balls for two yards. We had 91 total yards. It's not a great day, but you know what? That's it's fine. I guess not fine. It's just you wish you had a touchdown or two. It's just that's a lot of volume, but only 91 yards out of it. That part's disappointing. You play, yeah. Kirk Cousins, he saved you with two touchdowns, but 87 yards is brutal. But the Vikings is again, it's the way this game went. They did not have to do anything. And if you don't have to do anything, why would you do anything? Right? The Bears are just, I mean, there's no way Matt Nagy makes it. To next year, obviously, this guy's getting fired. At the, he'll be fired right away on that Monday after the season. There's no doubt in my mind. Just this Bears team is bad. And so Justin Fields goes 26 39. He had 285, a touchdown, literal last play of the game. Complete garbage. The biggest garbage time you could get. And it's a touchdown to um, what was his name? Horstead, I believe. Jesper, Jesper Horstead caught a touchdown there, right? At the end, one catch, 19 yards, one touchdown. David Montgomery, 18 carries, 60 yards. Cole Komet, 6 for 71, led the way. Darnell Mooney, 5 for 63. Yeah, just an ugly game. Ugly, ugly, ugly. 
Yeah, it was, man, uh, I, it's such a weird time to play playoffs because it is feast or famine. So many of these mm -hmm. games were so bad that not only are you, you know, you get decimated and you could know that you're out of it, but also to watch these games and, and you're, you're kind of like, I just, at least man, let me like get a little bit of enjoyment out of it. Nothing like you're not, you're not coming anywhere close. So if you had the wrong players in for this week, you will lose, and it was like the worst watching experience as so, well. It was really, really bad. So it's it's just a good thing that I didn't even make the playoffs in our main league because it was. Yeah, pull this up. I actually like set a lineup. Just to, I just set an actual lineup. I put actual guys in there that I would have played, and I ended up with fifty one points. <laughs> like, oh, that's too good. I mean. It was, it's, I had to play Justin. I put Justin Fields in because I, I didn't have quarterback, but Najee Harris, 2.6, Stevenson, 4, McLaurin, 5.1, Pittman, 0.7, Evans, 1.4, Gronk, 2.9, Penny, 4.4. Just, just ugly, 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 ugly. All right. Two games tonight. Seahawks, oh, Seahawks, Rams, Rams win 20 to 10. Just again, no offense really here for the most part, a little bit of offense, but not a lot of offense. Rams get the win. Stafford, 21 to 29, 244, two touchdowns of picks. A solid game for him. I guess the one player who just continues to produce, it's just Cooper Cop. The dude is ridiculous. It doesn't matter what happens. Nine for 136 in two touchdowns. So this, this stat just came through. I got a notification on my phone here from ESPN. This is PPR scoring, but Cooper Cup has 23.7 more points than any other wide receiver in history through 14 games in BPR. Wow. It, it is the best. It's the most points through 14 games in the history of the NFL and in, in, in PPR scoring. Just insane. What is he, what is he doing? He just set the Rams record today for most receptions in a season. Uh, beat Isaiah, uh, Isaac Bruce's record when there, when he had, his, he has a, um, Holy cow. Yeah. He just passed Isaac Bruce and you know how good those offenses were. Oh, unbelievable. And, Greatest show on turf. I mean, Cooper Cup is just he's he's ridiculous. Yeah. It's crazy. He's otherworldly this year. And man, him and Stafford are gonna be really, really fun to watch. Um, yeah, I think the the surprising one in here was the fact that no one else did anything. No, I mean, I mean was, so was phenomenal. But Van Jefferson has been doing well. Yeah. He was only two for twenty three. Yeah, Odell was one, one for seven. And that was like a first drive right away, and then nothing, nothing after yeah. that. I mean, and to be fair, once again, they you know, and it wasn't like they were leading the whole whole way. I mean, it what was it three to three going into halftime. So and then um, like they're pulling back. Seahawks took a 10-3 lead, I believe. after half, I believe they wouldn't scored first and took took the lead, but yeah. Yeah. And Sonny Michelle um solid actually had solid. the most yeah. carries. That's the interesting part here, too. Obviously, I don't know if Daryl Henderson isn't quite all the way back, but he did have six carries for 23 yards. But Sony Michelle had 18 for 92. Yep. Uh what you know, does that worry you at all? Henderson, so I, I can't remember where I saw this. I swear I saw this earlier today was something about um, Sean McVay saying he has two RB ones, you know, in Sony Michelle and Daryl Henderson. That's what's going to happen. I think you're going to see Henderson's coming back from COVID. So you can see him getting eased into it, but I can hundred percent see them just using Sony Michelle, Daryl Henderson, complete split. Kind of like they, they started that with Gurley and CJ Anderson. If you remember a few years back when all of a sudden the first signs of Gurley, like, that girly was on a downtrend. We didn't know we didn't know it at the time, but all of a sudden CJ Anderson's being used. That was in the going into the Super Bowl, right? 
they like to use two backs if they can. I think they're gonna they're gonna keep using. It. You'll see more it, from Henderson, but yeah, know. I was gonna say I think that when when the going gets tough, I do think that Henderson once he's fully back, he will be the the go to guy. But I do think it's smart right now. You're trying to put together. They're ten and four. You're trying to put together a team that can go all the way, right? And and everyone has seen what can happen with an injury or COVID or whatever. So yep. why not? get Sony Michelle the snaps in order to make sure he's ready when his number has to be called. Um, I mean, it's gotta be the same way. I'm kind of surprised about the, the passing game um, other than Cooper cup, because you know, no Robert Woods, you think that Odell was starting to track in the right direction. He was I'm waiting for a bigger game out of him. Mm-hmm. Cooper cups, just too good. He is he's unbelievable right now. Um, Seattle side of things. Russell Wilson has been very bad since he's come back from this injury. It is not the same Russell Wilson. I mean, he said, I guess he had 25.2 last week, so it's fine, but 4.24 points today. And he's just not played well. He just hasn't. 17 to 31, 156, no touchdowns and a pick today. Ugly day for him. DJ Dallas had the touchdown, eight carries, 41. Rashad Penny was 11 for 39. DK Metcalf, six for 52. And there was two balls that were deep throws to him that Russell Wilson just didn't get enough on it because he was, I mean, it wasn't off by a lot, not by a lot, but enough where Jalen Ramsey got fingers on it twice and stopped big plays. DK on the second one late, it really was possible touchdown. He had him beat and Russell just, it wasn't off by a lot. That's the thing. It's not like that's, that's the NFL. You don't have to be like completely just terrible. He's just slightly off and it's a tip ball instead of a touchdown. But and that could be part of coming back from the finger with the finger injury. That could be part of that. So just could have been big there, but it's not an ugly day for Seattle. All right. One last game, another the other Monday night game or the Tuesday night game tonight was Eagles versus Washington, Washington down to, I mean, what do you call it? Their, their fourth string quarterback. If you actually want to call it that, because it's, Ryan Fitzpatrick, then Taylor Heineke, then Kyle Allen, now Garrett Gilbert, their fourth stringer today. Garrett Gilbert gets the start. Eagles there behind Hurts. Hurts was 20 for 26, 296, a touchdown, a pick, but he ran two in, which is what you expect from Jalen Hurts. But how about Miles Sanders? 18 carries, 131 yards. Yeah, he's finally starting to look like himself. Uh, you know, the only the only downside was like, oh, man, I wish he would get the rushing touchdowns that Hurts yep. does. Yep. But he is he is starting to look more like himself. Thank goodness. He's had a few games that I've been very impressed with his yeah. running style, his running ability. We always knew he had it in him. But were they going to, was he going to be the primary guy? Um, and even during this, I mean, look, he had 18 carries, but Jordan Howard had 15. Mm-hmm. And, and neither of them did. Uh, Jordan Howard did fine too, 15 for 69, which is four and a half yards per carry. Yeah. But Miles Sanders just had, you know, a couple longer ones. And Sanders has been good since he's come back from injury. He he really has been. I mean, today's the 18 for 131. The last game was 24 carries, 120 yards, nine for 64 before that. Not a lot of volume, but that's 7.1 yards per carry. And then the first game he came back from injury, 16 carries, 94 yards. He's been even yards per carry has been 5.9, 7.1, 5.0, 7.3 since he came back. The problem, only problem is again, no touchdowns. Jalen Hurts gets those. That's the that's the downside. But I really like what I've seen from Miles Sanders. It's been very good. And then how about Dallas Goddard? Seven catches, one thirty-five. He is the main weapon for Hertz, and that's a that's just a big day there for Goddard. Yeah, that's huge, especially in the PPR. Well, um, he, he had six for one hundred and five last game well, too. Two big games. Yeah, it's what we we're hoping for. 
Um, I, I wish that he would be able to get into the end zone a little more. He's such a dynamic player. And as far as like, you know, Jalen, he has been very good for fantasy, but it's just he has been holding these other guys back and not necessarily the, the worst finger 500, um, you know, but I, I wish Goddard would get in the end zone a little more. Miles Sanders, when he's healthy, uh, anyone running the ball, you wish that he would, they would get the, the touchdowns instead of Jalen, but it's been an interesting year for Philadelphia. Yep. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see where they go from here. But right now going into playoffs, if you held with Goddard, which that was a big proponent of. I do think that you're finally reaping the the rewards for me yep, because definitely. you know every tight end is up and down, but he's hitting at the right spot, which you gotta love. Yep. And then uh, for the Washington side, we said Garrett Gilbert was the quarterback today, twenty for thirty-one, one ninety-four, no touchdowns, no picks. Gibson, fifteen carries, only twenty-six yards. He got a touchdown. It was on the I think the first drive, and then he had a toe injury. He did come back from it, but seems like was that affecting him very well? Might have been just ugly after that. Jarrett Patterson ran one in. Um, after that, Terry McLaurin led the team in yards with 51, but only off two catches. Gibson did have the most catches with six for 39. Just, but what do you expect? You're a fourth string quarterback. Yeah. But all you can do, but not, not the greatest of football, I would say. That's for sure. But we do have a couple of mailbag questions. Not a lot. We'll get through those here real quick because, uh, I think we've got four questions from three total people here. Bready Spaghetti. We're going to start, off, start us off with Bready Spaghetti here. He says he wants us to pick two players to start in non-PPR. Two to start in non-PPR. Okay. Amari Cooper, Jalen Waddle, A.J. Brown, Amon Ra St. Brown. Do you ever think you'd get his name in there? And actually, funny thing enough, one of the other questions is not really a – it's kind of a question, but I'll talk about it before we do this one too. It says, are we starting Amon Ra St. Brown next week? It's from Fantasy Football Experience. And – Maybe it depends on the situation. I don't know your yeah. situation. Brady Spaghetti situation, though. Amon Ross St. Brown is one of the options. Amari yeah, Cooper, I mean, Jalen Waddle, AJ Brown. That might be a little too much. Yeah, <laughs> let, let's look up the, the matchups first. I, I I really do like Amon Ross, and um, and I'm so glad to see that he was able to do that. Uh, but with that offense, do I think that he's going to be able to do that week in week out? If you're in a PPR. Um, I, I think that it makes it a little closer because I do think that he could catch seven balls for 50 yards or something, um, you know, kind of crazy like that. Uh, can he get back in the end zone? Uh, I don't know. Uh, they had the best game they've played all year. A lot of things like broke his way. And I'm so glad that, you know, if anyone got to play him, uh, hard to believe that in playoffs you do, but been great, but I, I would have a very difficult time starting me again. I, I probably will in Scott Fishbowl, and we we reap the benefits. Little, on, yeah, on that's this a little, week. but that's a little different. That's a very a much that is a little different. Let me see if I could get some. Um, my computer is very slow. I wanted to get some schedules here, but all right, let's pull this. Let's see if I can get this to work for me. We don't have everything up. It's still a Tuesday night. It's everything should be switched over right now, but it's not yet. All right, let's see. What are we looking at? You guys, anything? So, we're going into week 16. Week 16. So Amari Cooper is going to be playing Washington. All right. He has Washington this week. Yeah, that's nothing. That's not scary, but Amari Cooper hasn't He's been so incredibly up and down. Yeah. He, he really yeah. has been. I just have such a hard time trusting. I will say this. I think I'm starting Jalen Waddle coming back from COVID. I think I'm starting Jalen Waddle no matter what. This this couple can be so Jalen Waddle is playing against the Saints at New Orleans. I mean, they just shut down Tampa, but I don't say. know what that is. I think I'm okay. So he's playing against the Saints. It could be tough. Um, 
St. Brown's playing at Atlanta. I mean, good matchup. Man, it was a hard, hard push. Um, all right, and then uh, there was one more, right? A.J. Brown? A.J. Brown. What is A.J. Brown's status here? Uh, I mean, uh, That's a good question, isn't it? Yeah, um, they're, I, I they're, playing, they're playing San Francisco. So let me, I'm pulling up some A.J. Brown news. I'm going to see. I mean, he's obviously he's been on IR. Um, all right, so they said he was going to take part in walkthrough today during Tuesday's practice with the aim of getting some speed during the week before determining his status. Cause they play Thursday night. That's right. They play Thursday. I can't see it. I don't think you I mean, okay. If you, okay. You'll know, you'll know before this, the rest of this happens. Right. So you'll know if AJ Brown is starting or not, if he's playing or not, if he's playing, we'll know it before you have to make the decision. You're not going to like, hold up to me. It's still, it would be Jalen, Jalen Waddle and man, <laughs> Amara St. Brown doesn't seem too terrible. I know he really does. Um, I mean, do you trust Amari Cooper at all here? I don't trust AJ Brown though. I don't trust. I'm telling you, I don't trust I mean, AJ I, Brown coming off this injury, and I don't trust Amari Cooper at yeah, all. I think you're rolling the dice no matter what. So I think you um, play Jalen Waddle coming off COVID. None of this is great. Yeah, I think I do like Waddle the most. Unbelievably, he's been consistent. He's yeah. been very good. Um, the I'm really trying to look at the. I'm on Rusty Brown um, to see what exactly maybe we could really expect from him. I, I think you probably have to go with Amari Cooper. And I think you're right. Is it going to be a, his double digit guy or is it going to be, you know, two, two points? I don't know, but I think I would rather go with that just because. Yeah. I yeah, think, I think the I smart move to. is Waddle and Cooper St. Brown though. If you want to get risky, hmm. but AJ Brown too. That's the thing. If he plays Thursday, man, I don't know. If I, I if AJ Brown's playing, I might play Brown and Waddle. I the way they're talking right now and and coming off of the playing, IR, no. I, I even if he does play, I would have a very hard time on Thursday because I mean I guess that's a good thing. If you hear really good yeah news about him, then you have that option. If he was playing yep. after those guys, there's no way I would do it. True. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's a tough. I'm done. This isn't an easy easy uh, choice whatsoever. That's this is actually a tough one for sure. So all right. Um, you know, it's, uh, just a little random tidbit that just came through my phone again is that was Miles Sanders' career high in rushing tonight, 131 yards. Hmm. Not bad. All right, Brady Spaghetti also asked if uh, Elijah Mitchell or DeAndre Swift sits, which DeAndre Swift, I don't don't expect to see DeAndre Swift back. Um, I don't see it. But it says, are you playing Jeff Wilson, Rashad Penny, or Jones, which I'm guessing Ronald Jones? Is that what we're talking here? If it's, Yeah, I would probably yep. go Rojo in that case. I think so. I think so too. I think you definitely go Ronald Jones because I see him getting a big workload there. So for sure. Um, Le'Veon Bell has been signed to be the backup, but I mean, that's not, he's not going to do much right away. And then uh final question from Brady Spaghetti was, how do you feel about Knox against the Pats this week? Um, If you have Dawson Knox and he's your tight end, I, I, you know what, at tight end, I don't even care about matchup to be honest, just because you don't have that lot of great options and Dawson Knox is one of the better ones. So you just play him. Don't even think about it. I don't love playing against the Patriots at all, but I'm getting, I mean, I'm not like freaked out about the Patriots. I'm not scared of the Patriots. I know they've can play very well, but I mean, they, they pretty much shut them down in week 13. They did, but one. that was the win. That was that, that weather game, that yeah. wind. So, I, you know, I, I agree. I, I think it's a, a better thing in this particular case that, that he's going to get another shot at him yep. so close to, I, but I have a, don't, I doubt you just have a, you have a better option. You're just playing him. No, I, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of someone that, I mean, unless you had Dallas Goddard, 
True. Um, oh yeah, if you de- yeah, but you could. That's a possibility. Um, there's not a lot of guys that you'd play over him though. Goddard, and then obviously the other ones. The you know the actual. Yeah, I think he yeah. might be the only one that maybe you have. Yep. Yep. But even that's probably unlikely. Um, and then final question was from the Chris two hundred one. He just says Taysom Hill or Jalen Hurts week sixteen. I'm gonna go Hurts no matter what. I don't even care about the matchup. Yeah, I'm go. I would go Hurts as well. I think yeah. you're you're pretty much playing the the same type of player, and and Jalen has just been better. Yeah, I 100 agree. But all right, there we go. That's it for this week. Um, with Christmas coming up, this will be our only episode. We're gonna come back next week with uh, we'll do a little week 16 recap, and then we're gonna start getting you into 2022 after that with the next episodes next week. Do some we did some rankings already, but we'll do some quarterback ranks, tight end ranks, and then we'll do another week of uh, some breakouts. Boss, all that kind of good stuff for 2022 before we take a little hiatus for a couple months, wind down from the crazy football season. Um, man, the end of the year really beats you down, doesn't it? COVID, injuries, man. Craig Reynolds is one of the best running backs in the league now, apparently, for the Lions. Like, what, where'd this come from? Like, all this craziness. Man, we got fourth string quarterbacks starting everywhere. The NFL is a brutal, brutal game. <laughs> and COVID hasn't helped. Nope, man. You got to fight your way through it. It's rough, but all right. Can't plan for it, but that's why you have to have a well-rounded team, I guess. Hey, I'm going for a title next week in the dynasty league that we are in. We've talked about in the past. Jeff's won the title in that a few times. Three Um, out of the last five. I'm going to for actually my first title in that league, and I have injuries everywhere. It is (laughs) wonderful. So I don't know if you remember this, Jeff. I used to have one of the best receiving cores in the in the league in this one. My receivers were in insane next week get ready to roll out Devonte parker darnell mooney and um maybe dj moore there we go that's what oh i'm gonna my God. so like i mean i obviously i've lost michael thomas for the entire year i lost kelvin ridley um i just lost chris godwin <laughs> last week now tyreek hills has covid will he come back or not that's a big story for me will tyreek hill come back i already lost deandre swift at running back earlier um, Elijah Mitchell's been hurt for me. Lamar Jackson's been hurt for me. But how you know what? World, I am going for a title. Yeah, how in the world did you make it to the title game? I'm going for a title. They're, I, they're playing I piece, for you, coach. I piece, you, know, you know, I'm going for a title because John's an idiot. That's why I'm going for a title. He traded me Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Uh, John, you're a moron. <laughs> well, traded me Jonathan Taylor. You traded me Jonathan Taylor for draft picks. What? So you can maybe, if you're the lucky, if you hit the lottery, you get a Jonathan Taylor. I know. We we talk about. It feels like we talk about every time. He is probably, unless something crazy happens, he is going to win our main league. But in the dynasty league, he traded draft picks for Jonathan Taylor, and I gave him three first round picks for his number one overall to get Najee Harris. (laughs) So if I don't give him the number one overall, there, you can't replace that. I don't even care how many times you have to nope. do it. Uh, he wasn't in the rebuild mode. He had all these players and he traded them away. Nope. I don't know. Oh, feels good going for that title. I got a chance. Yeah, I'll be ruined for you. But, all right. We'll keep it within the profit family. There we go. All right. That'll do it for today. Talk to you guys next time. <laughs>